0: I can uh, I can speak to it, cause in joining California Collegiate, I got teamed up with Thor, and so I was like, group on Thor's shoulder. I I I saw it. I saw it. I saw it in action of the moments of like, kiddos, take out your notebook. All right, run and grab something that had a right angle. I'll come back. We would we would talk. We would have our discussion. I remember there was one lesson. Um, yeah. After the lesson, both Megumi and I were like, yo, that lesson didn't hit the way it should have. You know what we need to do? We need to create a manipulative, something that the kiddos are going to write some things down with, create so that there's some movement yeah. they see. There was There was so many moments in the debriefs that we would have, impromptu debriefs, because there was just so much uh, happening with online learning um but mm-hmm. in those debriefs in between classes of saying oh this really worked this didn't work we should do this again let's make sure we build on that i i i got to i got to i got to see it um yeah yeah megumi is that one she's the one so when you talked about thor it wasn't by <laughs> chance like lightning was striking over and over again she was calling it down yeah it was, uh, it, was oh. it was a dope time yeah, yeah. She's it. She's it.
1: Yeah. She, she's the leader. Yeah.
2: Now, hey, but it's, it's two way relationship, right?
0: Agree. Like, Agree. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Like me being able to say like, Hey, I don't think it worked out and being able to reflect on that as a educator, as a general education teacher, who knows the concept and who is the, you know, the knowledge person on that topic, being able to say, you're right. Like, let's figure something out and it's not a one way thing i no matter how much i can say things if you're not res-
0: receptive, respecting
2: yeah. and receptive mm-hmm. to that conversation it wouldn't have worked yeah. so it is a two way thing and i and it's super important collaborating with your teachers and working with students sometimes you got to put your pride down right I think that's so important. Like because our say that main again goal, for the
1: kids in the back. Like, got gotta check your pride at the door.
2: It's super important because end of the day, all we want is our students to succeed. That's why we're here. That's why we come to work, right? And being able to come in and let our pride left at our door, like Mr. Thomas said, super important because you're able to have really good conversations and collaboration time Um, because if pride gets in your way, that one student that might needed that uh, modification that your special education teacher have mentioned might not get that and miss that whole topic, right? For your students, especially as an adult, it's so hard because you need to respect me because you're an, I'm an adult. You have to respect me because I'm the teacher. When you tell your kids, I care too much about you to argue with you. I never had kids ever talk back to me in that conversation. Mm-hmm. I would always say, hey, I care too much about you to have this conversation back and forth. All I want to do for you is to help you. How can I help you? And that is, you know, it's like mind-blowing, right? Like yeah. the kids, like if yeah. any kids are listening to this, right, your teachers are coming in every morning hoping to have a good lesson. Yeah. They have planned that lesson for you, hoping that all the kids are going to be at a mastery in the lesson that they have taught. And if you feel like they did you wrong, or if you feel like they don't like you, check yourself. Because have a conversation with your teacher because sometimes we are all human. (laughs) Teachers are human too. We might've raised our voice a little bit louder than we really hoped, right? Um, But if you have that conversation with your teacher and the teacher is able to have that conversation with the student, Oh man, the the classroom culture just changes, like it shifts to like this. I don't want to learn. I'm teaching by force mm-hmm. to. Hey, I'm here to learn. Hey, I'm here to teach.
0: And and then that role goes back and forth, because when you were when you were when you were talking earlier about um, the anime, the K-pop, the this and the that. I'm the I'm the learner in that field. I'm like, so kiddos, uh, what do I need to know about so and so? I mean, I'm hearing about Luffy versus this one punch man that Luffy could take one punch man, and they're like, No, <laughs> Mr. No, it can't. And then I'm like, all right, so tell me, tell me why not? Defend it. Why take a side? And so in those instances, too, of where I then humble myself, like, I'm not the bearer of all knowledge. Actually, we are learning from each other.
1: Uh-huh. That
0: that opens and like you like I was saying, it blows kids' minds. When they've never had an adult say, "No, you tell me," no, or "I'm sorry, kiddo. You know what? You're right. I I don't usually raise my voice, and I just did. I'm uh, I, I shouldn't have done that. My bad. I'm imperfect too. I make mistakes, and that was one of them. Let me own my mistake, as opposed to sort of just try to shrug it off to the side and like, oh no, kiddo, you got to respect me because I'm an adult. It's like, no, it's a two way street. It's a two way mm-hmm. street.
2: Definitely."
0: And I mean, that can help in the classroom too. Like, when
1: you show respect, if other kids start disrespecting or getting too loud, they'll be like, hey, check it, relax. I'm trying to get through this lesson. Show them some respect. And I've had that happen too. Be like, look, she's trying to just be quiet. Like, just shut up. I mean, they'll just tell them, like, straight out, just shut up. Like, I'm trying to learn here. Mm -hmm. Just let's get through it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's the mutual respect. Mm -hmm. You've got to have it all the way around. Like, like you said, humble yourself at the door.
0: Just, right. Yeah. If I were to ask you, um, what's bringing you joy right now?
2: Man, hmm. yeah. That it's almost summer. <laughs> um,
0: Ain't that the truth. <laughs> right.
2: That's why we love being a teacher too. Maybe that's the main reason why I come back as an educator because I love that summer break um you know especially after spring break it's so hard Mm. like you're waiting for summer and then there's state testing that's happening right um sometimes if i forget uh if i'm at a really really like bad place I try to pull one of my students out and have like a one-on-one lesson and have fun mm. or a small group. And I think like a lot of my kids bring me joy. Um, that that's why I cannot be out of the classroom hundred percent of the time because I love that connection that I can make with the students um, and seeing my kids grow right now. Um, is by that and as a year that we're like kind of assessing some of the growth that, all of our students have made and seeing those small little sparks of growth. Um, And also this year um, for our listeners, I got just got married in February and um, I am going to be going through the residency adjustment status. So um, through the lawyer and I am really, learning about my asian american culture now um because my really big identity piece was being undocumented Mm -hmm. and going to that change of status change of applying really checked back on i'm not just undocumented i'm an asian american woman educator so really reflecting back and so i'm really learning about my identity as an asian american right now and try to check myself on that forever foreigner stereotype that i had in myself Mm -hmm. like to be proud of being asian american and learning about the history of asian americans in the united states so those little pieces of learning time makes me really happy.
0: Awesome. Awesome. If I were to ask you, is there a book that you have read or a book that you are reading Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that you're like, Wooly, you should read that. JT, you should read this book. What would it be?
2: So I'm super excited because how I, this is a really good segue to learning about my identity as an Asian American. Um, there's this new book called "The Rise." The Rise. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Yep. A pop history of Asian American. and it's a pop history from the '90s to now, and how much COVID, right, right now, has affected this Asian hate crime, mm-hmm. and really talking about there are so many Asian American leaders in the past that have created this history and supported us to be who we are now. And so it is teaching me how Asian American culture has risen through the lens of pop culture. And I think it's like really dismantling my idea of this forever foreigner and how wanting to learn more about my culture and so it's a really fun book that has a lot of images for our visual learners out there you know it's really like a lot of pictures in there so cool. really recommend it right. um and I'm reading it with my husband who is nice. white so it's like a learning thing together
0: excellent excellent and if I were to ask you uh, and this is As you were talking, I was like, oh, I guess I fall in that category. If there's a person who has no knowledge of anime, where's a good place to start?
2: Oh, so many.
0: (laughs) All right. Give me your top three.
2: Top three. Oh. If you want to be it with the kids. Yes. Right? Right. Because that's the important part, it right? Is, if, as an educator, if you're learning about anime,
1: about you kids.
2: gotta be it with the kids. Yeah. So if you don't want to feel behind and want to be cool and have a conversation with them, definitely watch Demon Slayer.
1: Demon Slayer. Okay. I knew you were gonna say that one. I.
0: <laughs> I um, we'll We'll get to you in a second, Thomas. We'll see if you agree. <laughs> we'll see if you agree. Hold Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And then
2: and the classic Naruto. Okay. Because I think that's where students start their anime adventure. So Naruto being able to know the characters. It's such a long season though, so Mm -hmm. you know, just watch a few episodes. Um and then so those two are more like the anime that you want to watch to be it with the kids. Something I recommend (laughs) to watch um, is Erased. It's a psychological anime. It's not popular, it's probably not popular with the kids, but if you're into psychological thriller, um, murder kind of genre, really recommend Erased.
0: All right. All right. And if there was an anime, or there's always that kiddo who's like, look, I just like the hard copy in my hand. Mm. What would you recommend as all right? This is a series to at least get into that world. And that is yeah. um uh how do I put it? Middle school appropriate, that a parent's not gonna be like, yo, mister
2: <laughs> Why are you yeah, why yeah. are you showing
0: <laughs> this to my um, kiddo? Yeah.
2: For our students who um Are in, who are interested in like love and romance manga. Fruit Basket is such a beautiful story. Um, And that's what I read in middle school. So I kind of want to share that with other kiddos out there. So Fruit Basket definitely was one of my uh, favorite because it was my first. for our kiddos who are into the mainstream, like the battles, um, I think Naruto and My Hero Academia are really good choices because My Hero Academia and uh, characters from Naruto, they're all at the same age okay. of middle school. So kind of learning, um, it's more of like the adventure piece of like they're growing up and they can grow up with them, so recommend those.
0: Excellent. Okay, JT. Let the battle begin. What would be your top three?
1: You know what? I'm I'm trying to trying to get into it, but I knew Demon Slayer was on the list because that's all some of the teachers that don't know anime talk about with the kids, and they we just see the kids get riled up. <laughs> um, but. I don't know. I had some one of the kids gave me a huge list the other day, and I'm not going to lie, I lost the list. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I got to find it. But, you know, I'm starting to watch it with my son. Um, um, I I don't know anything, and he's like, Hey, I'm just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All righty. All right. Yeah, hell, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to be that that cool dad. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, with the ninety year old back, but nope. it's
0: all <laughs> cool. Alrighty, and then the last question, Magumi, um, because I'm a lover of music, and you mentioned here it is your playlist at the moment. If you were to choose your top five, some pro, some guests have gone over five, but what would be the first five songs on that playlist?
2: Oh. You know, I just went to a BTS concert, so this past weekend, or last weekend, and just BTS. Okay. Or whatever y'all hearing, I went to the BTS concert in Vegas, and (laughs) uh, it was just an amazing show, but definitely, if you haven't listened to BTS, definitely listen to Permission to Dance. What a beautiful song to come out right after um, the lift of uh covid
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the restrictions right but their songs are just very today so really recommend that there's a lot of American uh, english songs in there too so um really um can get you into the listening piece of it you don't have to use a translator or anything like that so yeah right now bts just bts throughout it's my
0: the bts discography <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah bts is BTS
0: happening bts on shuffle got it <laughs> yeah
2: um one of my favorite songs though um is called hip by mamamoo and and it's a k-pop song um and it's such a empowering woman song that just i don't want to say the you know the cuss word so like You know, I'm going to dress the way I want to dress. I'm going to do what I am, and I want to, you know, be who I am and be proud of that. And I think hip is such a cool song to that. So, yeah.
1: More more importantly, sorry, have you watched Abbott Elementary?
2: No, I haven't seen it yet. I've been Uh, wanting to
1: sorry i'm getting everybody on abbott elementary i'm yeah. sorry i'm hyping this yeah. one every episode abbott elementary it hits it hits yeah i'm, I'm trying yeah. to i'm trying to get quinta so she knows me and she would be like hey i want to talk to this dude i want to come on and talk to miss pierre um abbott elementary yeah.
2: it's, Such a good it's crazy because um quinta would just the she was in buzzfeed right in the yes.
1: beginning yes. so
2: i've seen her from buzzfeed so like yeah. seeing her having a show it. about education and yeah.
0: teaching amazing. amazing i love that amazing you know what else was amazing this conversation with you this was absolutely amazing thank you so much Magumi. um i'm hoping that the listeners were able to pick up on um particularly what you said in regards to our kiddos with ieps of How to advocate for them to make sure that they are getting uh, the services that they need because they deserve it. And ultimately, we as educators—that's what we want. We want all our kiddos to to do well and be successful. So, thank you very much for this for this conversation. Appreciate you. I'm sure we'll be having you back again. This is not the the last time a CCCS alumnae uh, will be on the on the podcast. So, for this episode of the Chronicles of Mister, wanted to say thank you very much. I'm Mister Pierre. Mr. Thomas
2: Megumi Kramer Tanaka
0: and this has been
1: another episode and we're out thank you I very much I miss you Tanaka listening. so much I miss you I miss-